minutes. So again, we're just pressing through the shorter catechism at a pace that uh, we can do in 15 minutes for eight Sundays. And then we'll, we'll take it up again. Um, you know, there are some churches that just do this every Sunday, but I, but we're just going to do, you know, eight week communicant classes twice, twice a year. I'm not going to go straight through the shorter catechism. I should say this. I told you I, there are certain questions and answers I want to highlight, but the first four definitely, or even the first five or six are, are definite highlights. And then I'm going to start skipping around a little bit and we'll just see how far we get. So I do have uh, a stack of the membership vows. If anyone wants uh, this, I am encouraging the children to put to put this in the front cover of your Bible if you have yet to profess faith. Because remember, you, you answer these questions. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, at the front of the church. And uh, and, 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 and in that you, you you are publicly professing faith. Uh, so we are going through the shorter catechism. The first question and answer is uh, uh what is the chief end of man? The answer is the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And so we've been considering the glory of God and the enjoyment of God. And we've also been considering a broader question, which is what is a Christian? And so really we want to make this personal so that when the time comes to speak to the elders, when you say to your parents, I'm ready to meet with the elders, which is the, what you do to profess faith first. The, the elders want to hear one thing in particular, and that is. What do you believe? And so you, you need to be able to say, I, I believe God and I believe his word and I and I enjoy God, that sort of thing. So it's the, the first person singular. I <laughs> so often people say we say, what do you believe? And it's all theology. But we're saying there's something missing. There's the word I. So and you can say my chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. That's a great starting point. All right. So. The second question of the shorter catechism, let's see if I can do it without even looking at it. What rule has God given to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy him? The answer is, do you want to, you can do it, Duncan. Right. So let's just simplify that. What is the only rule which, which God has given to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy him? Just very, you've already answered the full answer. What's the really, really simple answer? Clara, the Bible, that's it, the word of God. And so the shorter catechism is kind of like I was saying in the sermons. It's a series of questions and answers. Uh, That's what Romans is like. Paul just asks a question, he answers it. He asks a question, he answers it. That's what the shorter catechism is. And so having set forth in the first question and answer what the Christian's direction in life is, the chief end, the place he's going, it it then says there's something you need if you want to get there. If you want to get somewhere, what do you need? It's a little bit. You're going to say uh, you're going to, you're going to say a smartphone, a map app. But uh, in the old days, you actually had to pull out a map if you can believe it and look at that map and say, "Where am I and where am I going?" And what 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 were you going to say? By the way, were you going to say a map? Well, directions. Exactly right. So the Bible is like directions. It's it's the what what's the word the the shorter catechism uses it's the yes but it says that it is a rule it's a rule so what do you think that means well it means that what are rules you know what rules are it's a list of of the, it tells you what to do and what to believe 
We're going to see that in the next question and answer, which hopefully we'll get to today. So their instructions and their declarations and their promises. So a, a rule, the word of God, which is contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments, is the only rule to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy him. It's, it's the thing that tells us how to do it. If the chief end of man is to glorify and enjoy God, the question we have, it's like the question I had when I was first converted. Well, I believe in Jesus, but I want to know who Jesus is and I want to know what it means to follow him. And so what do you think I started doing? Reading the Bible, not praying, reading the Bible. That's that's the correct answer. I started reading. Not that prayer is wrong, but you're not going to get there with prayer alone. You need the Bible. And so you start reading the Bible and you start to, to learn who Jesus is, who God is, and what it means to follow him. And so, but did you notice it also said the only rule, the only rule. And so if you want to know what a Christian is, and if I'm a Christian, you're only going to find out by reading the Bible. But do you notice it, it, it describes the Bible as the word of God? And what does that mean? Exactly. Thank you, James. It's God's speech, God's speech. And so people say, I wish God would speak to me. I wish I could hear his voice. Well, you can you can read his word and uh, and and soon enough, you'll learn. You'll learn that it is his very word to you. Uh, Thomas Watson says it's, it's his love letter to humanity and to his church. So God is speaking to you. He's speaking to you in scripture. And what is the word of God? Well, you already said, Grace, it's the Bible. And, and did you notice in the question and answer how it defines the Bible? In the scriptures of Old and New Testaments. One of the mistakes sometimes an early Christian will make or someone who's young and interested in Christianity is they will only read the... No, it's the opposite, William. Well, they'll only... No, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Thank you, William. They'll only read the, the New Testament. Now, let me tell you, that's a great place to start. I don't, if, you're, if you are unsure of what you believe, don't start in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, okay? I want you to start where it starts, which is which book? Yes, but what's the first book? Matthew. And then read Mark, and then read Luke, then read John. Just read the New Testament first. But don't stop there. Don't say, well, this is God's only word to me. You're, you're cutting yourself off. The whole Bible is God's word to you. So the word of God, which is contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments. Do you know what the first vow is? The first vow that we're asking you to. It's OK, but um, the first vow is do you believe membership vow? The Bible consisting of the Old and New Testaments to be the word of God. So we're asking you, do you believe the whole Bible is God's word? And do you know what the next question we're going to ask you is? Think. What's the next question we're going to ask you, the elders? Do you read the Bible? Do you read the Bible? Do you read the New Testament, but do you read the Old Testament too? You see, what we believe, you can really tell by what you do. It's not what, what a man says, but what he does. And so we'll ask you, do you read the Bible? And we'll, we'll ask older people, maybe not children, a little more grace to the children. But we'll ask older people, have you read the whole Bible, the entire thing, front to back? 
uh, when you get older, I'm going to start giving you the McShane reader where you read the whole Old Testament uh, once and the New Testament in Psalms twice every year. And that's what I use and what I would love the whole church to be using. So not just do you believe, but what do you do? That's what that's what you really believe. So the first question is, do you believe that? And how do we know that you believe it? I was just saying it. Because you read it, you read it. A Christian is someone who reads his Bible. Why is the Bible so important? That's right, Duncan. What were you saying, Clara? It's God's word. Uh, William? Okay. Well, my answer is because of who it reveals and what it reveals. So what is God telling us in the Bible that we're so interested to know? It's a very simple answer i'm looking for how to be saved thank you duncan how to be saved that's the great thing man wants to know how can i be right with god how can i be saved that's what god is telling you he's not just declaring i am god i am righteous you're a sinner he's declaring all of that but he's also saying i'm full of mercy i i long to save you look at the lengths i've gone to save you do you see my love in my son so it's a revelation of jesus christ his son and and the love of god For God so loved the world that he sent his only son that whoever should believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16. That's the message of the Bible. So the Bible is so important because of what and who it reveals. It reveals God and his son Jesus Christ and it tells us about salvation. Salvation. And so I would summarize this point by saying that the Christian. Oh, why is the Bible the only rule? It's very Simple answer again I'm looking for. Clara? Right, it's God's word. So everything else that's written or said is whose word? Man's. Man's. Does man's word have no value? It has value. But it ought to be tested and judged by the one rule, which is scripture. And if a man is giving you scripture, then you say, I'm in agreement. And this man is my friend. But if he isn't giving you scripture... Then he's giving you another he's giving you another rule. He's giving you his rule. Yeah, James. Well. Yes. Well, how do you know if the moral is a good one? Yeah, you'll know if you've read the Bible, if it's a good moral or not. If the moral is just be a good person and God will love you. You say, I'm not sure about that. But if the moral is, you know, you should try to be a good person and not a rotten person. I mean, that in itself is, is, is scriptural teaching. But if they go so far to say God will love you if you're a good person, that's not the gospel. God will love you if you believe in his son, even though you're a pretty rotten person. So you judge it by scripture and you tell if scripture, you see scripture is the standard. And everything else is judged in light of that. So maybe the book you read, it's, you know, the Berenstein Bears. They got moral lessons in them. Well, some are good, some are not so good. But how do you know? Because the Bible tells you. That's how you know. So if you want to understand life and be able to take good advice and reject bad advice, you should read the Bible. And then you're going to be pretty, pretty wise. So uh, it's not saying that nothing else in life has any value. It says its value is to be judged by whether... It it accords to the one and only rule, which is scripture. And so the Christian is someone summarizing the first and second. I I think we may only get through uh, question two. Is the Christian is someone whose chief end is to glorify and enjoy God forever 
And that's question and answer one. And for this, he makes the Bible his rule. In other words, his guide or his map. I don't just want to glorify and enjoy God now, but I want to do so forever. I always want to be with God. And, And if that's your desire, the answer will be found in the Bible. So. The question I have for you is, again, the question the session would ask you. The session, by the way, that's a technical term. I was in seminary and I didn't even know what that meant. So if you don't know what session means, I'm going to tell you right now. Can anyone tell me what the session is? I'm going to let Lincoln answer. You you better know. (laughs) The what? Well, composed of whom? And who are they called? What is your father? The elders. Okay, so the elders. You would meet with the elders, and they would just want to know, are you a Christian? And then they get you talking and ask you questions. Do you believe the Bible? Is the word of God? And then do you read the Bible? So that, honestly, I I have two minutes left. I don't know if I'm going to go any further, kids. We can pick up next time on the teaching of the Bible, which is uh, what do the scriptures principally teach? Uh, we'll, We'll pick up with that next time. But... My, my encouragement to you children is not to just read the catechism as a help to you. It's a tool, but, uh, but, but to read the Bible, obviously, and to make it a rule to read the Bible daily. Or at least, let's say, let's be generous and say five out of seven days. If you read the Bible five out of seven days, you're doing really good. Read one chapter or read, I mean, that's a minimum. Hopefully you're reading more. But, and pick several books and, and start working through them, Old and New Testaments, and really start to learn And the more you do that, you will get more out of the preaching. Even as a kid, you'll say, you know, I was just reading about that, what he's saying. So uh, that's my admonition to you. Read the Bible uh, and, and, and learn to love the Bible as God's word to you, as God's love letter to you, as Thomas Watson says. So any closing questions? Grace, go ahead. I think that's fine. I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, okay. Let's go ahead and uh, close in prayer. But like I say, you you children are free to speak to me anytime about these things. Uh, Let's pray. Father, we thank you for uh, your word and pray that all of us together, the children and and the parents alike, would all come uh, to love your word more and more and to see it as your gracious, loving revelation of yourself to us and the way of salvation as found in your son and helps to embrace that way and believe in that way and place our trust in Jesus as our savior and follow him as his disciples and those who read the Bible. We pray this in his name. Amen. All right.